0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Uh, We're in Titus chapter 1, looking at verses 1, 2, 3, and 4. How do you live a Christ-centered life in a self-centered world? Well, as a leader, Paul attacked self-centeredness. Paul was a servant of God an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of truth, which is after godliness and hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie promised before the world began but had in due times manifest his word through preaching, which is committed unto me, Paul said, according to the commandment of God, our Savior, to Titus, who is writing to, mine own son after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Most little kids who played the game follow the leader by skipping, jumping, spinning, crawling, and running around a playground, imitating what the leader does. Paul encouraged Titus and us to join in and play, follow the leader, too. The first four verses of Titus 1 explain the apostles' personal attack on self-centered lifestyle. Paul set an example for us to follow by focusing on God and others uh, and refusing to follow the self-centered philosophy of living that is so popular in his world and sadly in ours, too. Paul was a servant, a bond slave, not for himself, but to God. Paul was an apostle, an ambassador, not for himself, but for Jesus. Paul was a preacher, not by his choosing, but according to God's command. Paul was a friend, not because of what he could get out of the friendship, but because he wanted to help his young preacher friend, Titus. Paul, as a balanced theologian, could speak of faith and election in the very same breath, There are some mysteries in God's Word that have been disputed and discussed for hundreds of years without total agreement from godly men on either side of the issue. Spiritual arrogance can quickly crawl into the mind of someone who thinks he is right, and everyone who disagrees with Him is wrong. Some of God's ways are, are too much to handle for our finite minds. Simply stated, God works in our hearts as He draws us to Himself, at which time we must put our faith and trust in Him. This is salvation. The greatest enemy of self-centeredness is Christ-centered mindset that focuses on God and others. It is not what we have done for Christ, but what Christ has done for us. I'm sure that Titus heard what Paul wrote to the young church plant in Ephesus, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We have nothing to boast about, but we have plenty to be thankful for. I encourage you to pray something like this every day. Lord, thank you, thank you for saving me. Ambassador Paul... a message to preach in order to live a godly life in a selfish world there were bible truths that needed to be learned understood and practiced at the top of the list is understanding godliness godliness is more than simply being godlike it is actually a way of thinking that includes dependence on god devotion to god and a desire for god dependence on god for wisdom and strength on a daily basis Devotion to God through obedient service, and heartfelt worship. And then a desire for God through intense study and fervent prayer. The hope mentioned uh, in our passage is not, it's not a I hope so type of hope but actually a confident expectation of what will happen. Before the world began, God made a promise. God kept that promise by sending his own son, Jesus, to die for us. God's promise provided a way for us to love him and serve him for eternity. Now you know the promise well, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. Forever is forever. Eternal is eternal. Everlasting is everlasting and has no end. Now, don't miss the simple fact that God communicates His truth through what? Preaching. Preaching is important. God calls, gifts, and enables individuals to preach. Since preaching is one of God's tools to give us the truth, What does this imply? Well, number one, we need to faithfully put ourselves under the preaching of God's Word by attending a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching local church. Number two, we need to encourage young men to pray and search their own hearts to discern if God has gifted and called them to preach His Word. Number three, we need to listen to podcasts and recorded messages readily available through our media world. Number four, we need to pray for our pastors, missionaries, and preachers that God would use them to effectively and fervently preach the Word with confidence. Did you notice how Paul addressed Titus, my own son, after the common faith? It could be that Paul personally introduced Titus to Jesus Christ. What a joy to see someone trust Christ. Then, what a greater joy to see that same person make Christ the center of their life. Titus chose to follow Paul's example. Titus jumped into line to follow the leader and will forever be blessed by God for his willingness to serve. Titus, being influenced by Paul, was now privileged to influence others on the island of Crete. What well, Paul needed Titus needed, and we all need an abundance today. Paul ends his introduction with exactly what we need. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Lord, please, please help us to be Christ-centered. Thank you for saving us, and I pray that you would use me and the others that are listening today, just like Paul and Titus, to impact others for eternity. Well, our time's up for today, but I hope you enjoyed uh, our time together. But remember, today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.